Hello and welcome to the Hindu Business Learning Podcast. I'm your host, Mohammad Rayan. Ever since the pandemic, there has been a gradual rise of independent musicians. As we were all locked up in our homes due to the COVID restrictions, several musicians across the globe started testing out new ways to connect with their fans. They used tools like Instagram Live or even Facebook to host virtual performances. Here in India too, many independent musicians took this path, giving them a chance to directly engage with their community. Now the lockdown is over and the concerts and performances are on open now. Frizen Dizosa, a singer-songwriter from Bangalore, also grew her following through Instagram since the pandemic days. Today, Frizzle has produced her own EP and has even been listed by the Rolling Stone magazine in one of the top 10 best EPs in 2022 from India. I have been following Frizzle myself since the lockdown days and I have seen how her fans have grown. She regularly hosts virtual performances almost every night. One time, she even did a fundraiser to help her produce high-quality music. She also holds concerts at different places, and she has even done collaboration with other bands. The best part is that she is doing all of this while pursuing her degree in architecture. I wanted to understand how a budding musician can utilize the power of social media to build their brand. So in my conversation with Frizzle, we spoke about the different ways musicians have used social media, how Spotify as a platform is helping indie singers and other music trends ever since the pandemic. Tune in to listen more. Yeah, the stage is yours. You can start off with your bands, which you were telling me over WhatsApp. I'm interested to hear about that. All right. So essentially, I've been playing as a solo artist for the longest time. I think ever since I began, probably in 2019. And then obviously we had the pandemic in between. So when I got back in 2021, I was still a solo artist because I was in college and I didn't really have a lot of time on my hands to you know sit down with people figure out a new sound but yeah that was one of my goals for 2023 and I slowly started putting together a beautiful band with a bunch of really talented people that's really cool I have seen your trajectory grow like really well over the years on a very consistent basis like you started off singing live on Instagram and then I've seen you a lot of time do private gigs at different events and then you're also managing your architecture uh, so uh, can you just talk about how you were able to do over all these years? Just a brief glimpse of how did you start and where you are right now today? Architecture and music, finally, <laughs> I keep telling a lot of people that, you know, when you really want to do something, you you just happen to find time. It's not a burden for you to make time. And that was the case for me. Yeah, I, I generally play music or write music in my free time in college. And eventually, when I did start releasing songs, I did have a team that was working with me. So, very fortunate about that. After I graduated, which was about a year ago, 
I decided to take some time off because I wanted to focus on music properly because I never had that time in the, in the previous five years. Architecture was quite demanding, but when you put your mind to something, I feel like you do find time for everything. So can you talk about like how do you get your ideas for the songs you create and behind the scenes of what we hear in the end? That would be really interesting to hear. I think a lot of my ideas come from talking to people. Mm-hmm. I find it very interesting to get new perspectives all the time. So my EP was largely from talking to friends about their experiences, you know, be it through heartbreak or finding someone new or just it's recovering from like a really bad phase of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I find it very interesting to build on other people's experiences and write them in my own perspective. Usually start writing on my guitar, which is my primary instrument, and I just see where the road takes me. I like just brainstorming with ideas. Um, yeah, that's how Justice easily came about. So, do you find inspiration from any musicians, and you know, try you try to have like your own set of benchmarks that okay, I want to create really cool music like them. So, is that something what you do when you're creating your own music? Absolutely, I do, and I think if there's like any reason why I've even gotten to this point as compared to the last four years, it's from looking at other artists and saying, hey, I want to do that. Like that is really inspiring. Hmm. And like for sure, the international artist would be primarily Ed Sheeran because he was someone that I listened to a lot when I was just standing out. Hmm. A lot of people in our own country, a lot of indie artists in our country, I think I looked up to Mali and Kamakshi Khanna, all of them who sort of paved the way for female indie artists to sort of come up, um, which is great. Dhruv Vishwanath, for example, I think he's been phenomenal. He just got featured in this international TV series. Yeah, so I think a lot of indie artists do set like these standards that I find very inspiring. So as a musician, to produce your own work, what kind of digital tools do you depend on on the internet? And if yes, if there are any, could you just like talk about a couple of few that you use to produce your music? Yeah, sure. Okay, firstly, when it comes to AI, I think it's been super interesting. Uh, and not just in terms of you know music and songwriting, but if you really know how to leverage AI, there is no fear about you getting replaced or your job getting replaced. I I definitely use a lot of AI bots for creative writing and for generating ideas that can really enhance everything you do. Otherwise, when it comes to producing music, I still have a long way to go in terms of production, but I use Ableton as my recording and just doing a basic production and mix. That's what I've been using for the longest time. And yeah, I just bought a MIDI keyboard. I'm really excited to experiment because I'm working on newer songs and I'm excited to just play around with new sounds and whatnot. As an independent you know, music creator who has produced your own set of music over the years, and you, I've also seen that you've done some really well launch on Spotify and like the marketing that went behind so I was just curious to know how Spotify for you as a platform has been to attract new listeners and what do you like about it and what are the things you wish it offered to new musicians? So can you talk about that? Right. right. So I mean, to begin with, 
I think Spotify India launched just a few years ago and they've really done a good job in terms of creating very personalized experiences for listeners. So I think that's primarily the reason why it's picked up so well. Hmm. And in terms of supporting indie artists, I think they also do a great job, at least the team that I know. It's really been supportive of me ever since I started putting out original music and I'm really, really grateful for that. But also there's a lot of, there are a lot of, you know, pros and cons. Cons definitely are around the financial aspect. The revenue per stream hmm. is incredibly low as compared to a lot of other platforms. That's yeah. something that can definitely be improved and should be improved. That's a conversation that's going on and I think it needs to pick up. Hmm. But given the number of artists coming up right now, especially after COVID, yeah. There are so many and I think it's gotten harder for newer artists to filtrate into the scene. Mm. I'm not sure what the solution is for this, but I think the, the team really does try and give a lot of people the space and attention that they deserve. Lots of playlists, editorial playlists that accommodate newer artists and new music. Mm. So I think they do a good job. I think it's really helped out a lot of people, mm. but there certainly are a lot of areas where they can improve. That's interesting. So uh, f- just to following up on the monetization aspect of uh, Spotify, in your experience, apart from Spotify, do you think there are any other platform which probably you have used as a musician to make money through your music? Yeah. So coming to the monetization aspect, digital streaming platforms are just one chunk. Hmm. But if you do dig into the different aspects that singers or indie artists can collect revenue from, if you are registered with a PR or a copyright society, you can collect revenue from performance royalties and, you know, just underlying rights and all of that. But in in other aspects, I have definitely gotten brand opportunities. In, in the past year, I do work on personalized songs for clients, which is something that I started very recently. And, and all of this came from very intentionally, you know, putting myself out in a certain way sort of tell people, hey, you know what, I sing and write songs and there's something I can do for you. Mm. Yeah, so I think it all, for me, it all boils down to personal identity, which is something that's coming up very strongly in, in the recent past. Yeah. Because AI can never do it. The reason why companies reach out to so-called influencers because there's a trust that's built between them and the audience, which honestly, I don't think AI will do for a long time. Absolutely. And it, it really for me boils down to branding and identity and that's that's definitely a way where you can monetize yourself mm-hmm. following up on the last part of branding which you said i have also as i said earlier that i've followed how you have built your brand over the years and one thing i've noticed that you are really consistent in performing live on instagram so can you talk about <laughs> what gave you the idea just show your face every night sing songs to the fans <laughs> and what goes behind how do you plan and of course i've seen that you also do it when you have your architecture exams if i'm right so <laughs> you've done it quite a long time so i'm just curious to know about that yeah okay in all honesty this started out of boredom there was no plan <laughs> it was really fun for me because so this started during the lockdown i had a lot of time on my hands i was still right. in college yeah. And I watched a lot of artists, especially Raghav Niyatil and 
so asan nurani he, mm-hmm. they would go live every night and take on a lot of budding artists get them to sing their song it was a fun thing to watch so it was like okay why not go live myself and then people started requesting to join my live so that became a daily routine for me and for almost 3 months i went live every single day and i didn't realize that there was a community slowly building i didn't know what it was at that point in all honesty Mm-hmm. there were a certain number of people who would come join every day and comment on the live just have full blown conversations on the live so it was super fun for me and it was never you know hey i need to build a community so i need to go on instagram live it was never that and it still yeah. isn't i just really enjoy mm-hmm. you know talking to all of these people that somehow only show up on my instagram live because mm-hmm. they're in different countries or in different cities mm-hmm. uh, and yeah so for how many ever years now i think it's been 3 years now and i i still find the same joy in it so coming back about the band set which you did which you said is your yeah. first along with the team of other musicians can you talk about what yeah. like how did this come up how did this opportunity come up how did you meet your fellow musicians and how was it like to collaborate with them firstly it's been super fun i'm learning so much just by collaborating with them sitting in jam room it's the most fun time but the idea came out because i just wanted to experiment with a slightly bigger sound playing as a solo artist with you and your guitar is it's fun but i just wanted something a little bigger and i know there was a lot that i could do with the band more opportunities to explore mm-hmm. and i met all of these people at like a bunch of different places so i met derek who is the frontman of derek and the cats the band i met him at like a show in november and i've known that he's been around for a while in bangalore and i watched him play at the sofa bar event and his entire band is just phenomenal the kind of music they make is just brilliant hmm. and i had performed there too so there were a bunch of musicians who were at the gig who hmm. heard me play like a bunch of songs and they came up to me and said Hey, I really liked what you did there. What was that group? And we just like started brainstorming ideas on the spot. That was the first time we met. Wow. And you we were like, "Hey, you know what? Let's jam." Hmm. And that was the beginning of the band, honestly. Hmm. Yeah, and then we got we got drummer on board and yeah, now it's the five of us and the song sounds great. So <laughs> excited to play it live. <laughs> yeah. That's really fascinating, especially when you said you guys started brainstorming right there. So just in you know, expanding that what what was the click you know what made you guys click i'm not really sure but <laughs> sometimes when you meet people and have like a conversation it can just be one conversation and you know hey i know i'm going to get along with you no red flags here <laughs> it's been fun so far but like i've i've known most of them so the band is essentially direct adesh the bass guitarist Yeah we have Surya who was on bass hmm. and the Rohit was the drummer so i knew you know three or four of them from before hmm. and i i watched them play and i hung out with them a bunch of times so i already knew they were quite easy to get along with and then i obviously met Rohit later down the line and uh, he's also really fun super down to earth humble person and that's just you know what i look for in people that i'm working with hmm. so if you're kind if you're a good person that that just goes a long way Yeah, and and the bonus is they're great musicians. <laughs> That's true. This actually reminded yeah. me. I I think it was a few months ago. You did a, 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 a sort of a small fundraiser. Correct me if I'm wrong. And you wanted to buy some yes 
musical instrument or some music gig and you raised money so, so so can you just talk about that that was really interesting what you did out there and i think within a couple of days you raised the money that you needed and your fans pitched forth the funds to through a Correct. big gatefall so can you talk about that so both of these crowd funds were to support my releases the first one was for my third single which was called foolish once again yeah and the second one was for my ep which was a five song ep so uh, honestly at that point i was still a student i had no means of income yeah but i knew i wanted to put out music and i wanted to you know compensate everyone that was involved in the making cuz mm-hmm. not everyone will do it for free and they shouldn't so i i collaborated with this platform called originally originally a platform for crowdfunding mm. but now they have sort of developed into finding multiple avenues to support indie artists financially mm-hmm. and they are exploring multiple more avenues to do so right. so i i use their platform both times and they're lovely people they help me out a lot and i think they're very they're very genuine with their intentions and it did go a long way so it was great i mean they helped me out with marketing and promotion so we did reach the target in a very short span of time yeah. and i was able to you know pursue both my releases very comfortably were you nervous like you know coming showing your face and then asking your fans to put forth their money to so that you can produce a higher piece of content yeah you're you're absolutely right it's very nerve-wracking to say hey i need money <laughs> but it's also the truth that i did want to put out better quality music and it would take me a long way and i try to be very honest about it and tell people you know hey i'm an architecture student and i'm also trying to make my name in the in- mm-hmm. independent music industry and i need your help yeah certain times i did like start questioning it a lot say why am i doing this you know does it look bad or does it sound bad but the truth is a lot of people do need to do it a lot of people do it simply because they need to put out better quality music or just put out music in the first place because it's a very expensive affair people who are working on albums require money and lakhs which is oh. not something that someone who is just out of college can afford damn so yeah that's nothing wrong yeah since the conversation is revolving around money uh, how can fans offer their support to independent music creators i think since we've gone back to this world of offline events show up to gigs there's nothing means more than actually seeing someone in person <laughs> that's that's a, one of the best ways of showing support honestly cuz i know that when i'm when i'm done performing and i get off stage and someone comes and says hey i've been following you for four years and you know finally got to catch your life that means a lot because i know that you've put in the effort and you've been around for a while so it it really does go a long way for me mm. uh, apart from following and what not i think because of the algorithm engage with posts like if you know that this is what your artists or your your favorite creators need to sort of you know, go up the ladder mm. do share their stuff or comment on it or just share it with your friends and family to someone who might enjoy it that does increase reach and visibility for that person speaking of algorithm you know i have i have seen how instagram or any social media platform for that matter has influenced how music creators create their content as well because Instagram demands reels and people tweak their music so that it's like in that 15 second they have a really powerful piece of music and it becomes viral 
So have you faced any kind of uh, situation where, you know, because of what Instagram demands, you kind of control the kind of feed that you're putting out there? To answer your question in short, no. I don't really want to be making music that way because it doesn't last forever. It's You just stay relevant for that period of time and I think it gets lost. There's something very interesting that Adele had said. He said the current generation is so focused on making 15-second music, people to listen to it for about 15-20 seconds, you know, and then it sort of gets lost in, in the crowd and this whole heap of 15-second music that's being made. Hmm. So who is going to make music for the rest of the generation? Hmm. Who's going to make music that lasts? Who is going to make music that can be listened to next year or like 15 years from now or hmm. 50 years from now? And I think that was a very interesting perspective to have currently. There's something about the way, you know, John Mayer writes, because I feel like it's very timeless. Especially his recent album, which was which had a very nostalgic feel to it. And you know, this is the kind of music that you can listen to for a long time. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I do strive to achieve. So, so looking back at your career so far, what piece of advice would you pass on to new musicians who are hoping to make the dive? I'm still very new. I think I myself am still starting out. (laughs) But yeah, if there's anyone sitting in your bedroom, singing in your bathroom, take the next step, you know. It's completely okay because you are at an age where you can afford to explore everything you want. Mm -hmm. Unless there's obviously something that's really holding you back, like finances or whatever. But the community is very welcoming and there are people who will support you. So keep at it, be consistent. Put yourself out in whatever way you can and you will be heard. Thank you for listening to the Indo Business Line podcast. 